What's up, everybody? How you doing? Ladies and gentlemen, today is Monday. And we go to rock the, we go to rock the fucking mountains of Blue Ridge in two days. Are you fucking ready? I know I am. Let's just fucking get this going. I, I, I don't even want to say anything else. I'm just too excited. So let's just fucking do this, shall we? Welcome, everybody, to Suck It. I am the great and powerful king of kings, prince of all that is awesome, Derek. How the fuck are you doing today? Like I said, it is Monday. We go to Blue Ridge on fucking Wednesday, or most of us do. Some of us go on Thursday, but either way, it's time. It's here. The you know, the, We are in the final week. So I hope you have your bags packed, you're, you're freezing some meats, or you're doing whatever you're doing to get ready because the time is now. The time is here. So, man, I, I cannot believe it's finally here. You know, in a few days here, we're going to be able to you know, be bonding with each other over music, over beer, over life. Um, something that we haven't been able to do over the last 18 months. Um... Things are finally starting to be positive in a certain you know aspect of things. Um, we're starting to find our new normal, and uh, things are looking good. So let's uh, embrace what we we're what we were given with this festival, ladies and gentlemen. Today I have a band out of Southwest Virginia that recently, well, not recently, their most recent release was back in March, and it is a hell of a fucking song. Um, absolute fucking ripper. So we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about their other stuff that they're going on, and you know, especially Blue Ridge. So you know what? Let's just go ahead and get started with the band, Dying Oath. What's going on, guys? Hey, how are you? You know what? How's it going, dude? My life has been in shambles for the last week, but um, I'm happy to be here talking to you. Same, same. <laughs> so, thank you, first off, for having us on, man. I watched your, or listened to some of the other podcasts that you did with some of the other bands, and pretty awesome. I'm a fan. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm. Um, this is forty or forty-one. I've done with the bands for this fucking festival. Um, it's been, uh, it's been a rough couple months getting through it all, and, uh, I'm glad it's 
finally coming to a close as far as this stuff goes and finally get to experience what we've been building towards, you know? Absolutely. You're doing a great job. I'm trying. Um, I really am. I mean, I'm very, very passionate about music in general, but um, the biggest thing that I'm passionate about is the little guy, um, is the the independent regional local acts that are still trying to make their name. You know, that's what I'm most passionate about, and I've really, really developed that passion in the last year of doing the show that I do. Um, doing the show for two years, but you know, the first seven, eight, nine months was a completely different format. And for the last year or so, I've been doing nothing but pretty much independent music acts. And uh, I have grown a love for music, you know, deeper and deeper every day. And it's just been an absolute pleasure to get to know bands like yourselves, um, you know, doing what you guys do best, you know. Thank you. We really appreciate that because honestly, we, we wouldn't really make it that far if it wasn't for people like you guys trying to help us get out there you know we can't do it all ourselves so thank you for that yeah i mean it's it's my pleasure 100 percent. i mean i've always said that this is the direction i want to continue to have you know after blue ridge i mean because i'm still a little guy as well that's you know let's be real regardless of how many you know tens of thousands of listeners i have every day um it's about 35 to 50 depending on the day and um and uh regardless of that you know if it's a 50,000 episode or it's a 35,000 episode I don't care because at the end of the day I'm helping you guys and that's what matters most to me um mm -hmm. even after this week oh, excuse me after, after the the festival I'm you know I'm having the honor and privilege of being you know, accepted and invited as my first press, you know, event. So I'm going to walk away having talked to Breaking Benjamin, having talked to, you know, Rob Zombie and all these fucking amazing people. And at that point, probably my email is going to be blowing up with other fucking acts. Awesome. But the independent will always be my baby. The regional talent that are still trying to make that same level as Breaking Benjamin and everybody else, that will always be my baby no matter what, because you guys have gotten me to this point. You just said it yourself. Without you, without me, you wouldn't be here. Without me, without you, I wouldn't be here. And I will never forget that. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise, and congratulations. I'm glad that you're going to be able to, you know, talk to some of these bigger acts. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's a little, little uh, intimidating, but uh, it's going to be fun. It's intimidating for us as well to be able to go out there on the same stage as these guys, but you know, it's it's a dream come true for us. So, looking yeah, forward. I mean, you guys have um, so so breaking the fourth wall for the listeners. Today's actually Wednesday, the twenty fifth. So tomorrow, you guys go out to West Virginia for Metal in the Mountains. Yes. You guys looking forward to that? Absolutely. Um, we get to play the main stage tomorrow, right before. You do. Which is really cool because, you know, I've, I've spent the last 10 or so years listening to them and really enjoying their music. So that's going to be super, super cool to be on the same stage as those guys. Yeah, especially directly opening for them on the same stage. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you guys are third to, third to last, but 
you know, it goes to the second stage and then comes back to you, the Byzantine. I mean, you guys are basically directly opening for Byzantine. That's fucking amazing. It is, yeah. Yes. Um, we actually weren't even on the show, and um, we got a message, and they're like, well, we're adding a day, so we want you guys to, to be on that day. And we were like, man, we'll take what every day, you know, just thank you for having us. So it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, Metal in the Mountains has done a good job of um, bringing in a lot of local, independent, and regional talent. You know, um, they did a really good job of that. Um, so my hat goes off to them big time. Um, however, on a much grander scale, Blue Ridge went all out for this. You know, four days of you know, 80 plus independent local regional acts. It's out of this world. You know, some of these bands have never played festivals before and they're getting to play the, a main stage on the same stage as Breaking Benjamin. You know, like I was just saying, you know, like it's, you know, the opportunities that some of these festivals have given, you know, artists like yourselves is just amazing. And, you know, my, uh, my, deepest debt of gratitude goes to you know jonathan and emily the, you know the people who do are the heart and soul of fucking blue ridge but it's it's um it's quite the feat what they're pulling off here i definitely agree with that for sure we had... what were you saying <laughs> oh and in virginia yeah and yeah, yeah and in definitely. virginia that's a huge thing yeah. for us yeah i mean I had seen um, when I first moved here. The year after was 2017, the first year that this, you know, the date of the festival. Um, you know, see the the flyer for it. I'm like, you know, I'll, it's not really that. You know, I, I'm not going to do it this year. And uh, every year I've seen it get bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's in one of the smallest, out of the way fucking towns that nobody's ever heard of. You know what I'm saying? It's it, that right there in itself is pretty cool because they're bringing attention to places that nobody else would have heard of otherwise too, which is really nice. I absolutely agree, but it gives us a lot more room to get as loud as possible because nobody will hear us but the cows. <laughs> yeah, and it's and Danville's really local to you guys, so it's basically like playing at home. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the coolest thing about it. At Metal in the Mountains is as well. We really got lucky this year with big festivals being near to us and being able to play festivals in general after, you know, a whole year of people not being able to play at all. So, yeah, um, that was difficult to say the least. You know what I mean? I mean that really sucked. It took away a lot of people's livelihood as far as you know musicians go. Um, but then on top of that, you know, the sound guy or the lighting guy or the roadies, you know, took away a lot of their, their stuff. But aside from all that, which absolutely sucks, you know, music is an outlet for people. Um, it makes their day better. It brings a tear to their eye. It brings a smile to their face. It helps them get through a bad, depressed day. And we lost that music for a long time. And uh, we're finally getting it back, and I'm not taking it for granted. I absolutely agree. I don't think that when we played our last couple of shows before all of this happened that anybody even thought something like this could happen. 
And then when it did, we're like, oh man, you know, like what if this is the last time we step on stage, at least for a really long time. But I think that it is made, you know, it's made us cherish things a lot more now that we're back on the stage. I don't think that's something that we'll ever, we'll ever take for granted again, for sure. Yeah. As somebody who's a fan first and then does this second, um, you know, the last show that I saw pre-pandemic was uh, Slipknot Road Tour in September of 2019. Um, and then we lost it. I mean, I was going to go see something in March that obviously got canceled and then got pushed to May and then got canceled again and then, you know, moved October and then just said, fuck it. Um, but, you know, other than that, I hadn't seen anything. And then three weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, whatever it was, um, my first show back was just a small Gemini syndrome show. And uh, I was more excited for that show and seeing, you know, one band I had just recently started to hear of, which was Killer's Confession, and then two other bands I've never heard of before, and then Gemini syndrome. I was more excited for that than I was for Slipknot in 2019. That's how much I missed what I was seeing. You know, I mean, it was, it was therapeutic and it was just, it was a, you know, it was a spiritual moment. It really was. That's totally understandable. I think it was kind of like that for us too. Like when everything opened back up and, you know, you step on that stage and you see the crowd just ready to go. I think that was, that was a great moment for us for sure. Yeah, I can only imagine what it was like for you guys. I mean, I know what it was like for the fans and the in attendance. Um, you know, the person I was with at the time, you know, she told me she was ready to start crying. Um, because of just that big of a moment for her to, to see this again. Um, and for me, I, I felt the same way. And now, looking forward to the, the festival, I, I'm even more excited about it. I couldn't agree more. For sure. We're so excited to, you know, to meet new fans, but to also see some of our old friends that we haven't been able to see in over a year. You know, we've played a few shows, few and far between, but this is going to be the big one for us. So definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. You and a lot of bands. I mean, a lot of these bands are playing, again, like I said, festivals for the very first time. Um, or if they, they're not, it's just the biggest festival they've ever played. Um, you know, the headliners are out of this world. Um, you know, the, that many headliners on, you know, multiple, you know, on one stage alone is just out crazy. I mean, in one day we get, you know, shine down Papa Roach and falling in reverse all on the same stage. It's like, that is, that's fucking killer. You know, and now we just found out today that, you know, Limp Bizkit's off, but Offspring's on. So we get, you know, fucking, you know, Rob Zombie and Offspring on the same stage. <laughs> you know, that's that never in a million years did I ever think in my life I would see the Offspring opening up for Rob Zombie. I agree completely. I thought the same thing today when I saw that. I was like, okay, I'm bummed about Limp Bizkit, but... At the same time, the Offspring, though, you know, that's that's one of my favorite bands of all time. So I, I'm not going to complain about that one bit. Yeah, I mean, they were like, for me, they were my transition from like my grunge, you know, phase to more of the 
that in between into my going into my metal hard rock phase because it was like you know i started listening to them and pantera on the same time which is kind of odd but <laughs> you know I mean, that's just kind of like my transition for things but i was a hardcore um you know pearl jam guy and then i discovered offspring and i was like what the hell is this and uh just kind of grew from there and uh so i'm really really excited about it i had the opportunity to see him once um at a festival in orlando back in like 08 but i got sick and had to leave right before they came on so i couldn't see him so this will be my first time seeing him so i'm excited that's awesome that's really awesome yeah i mean again this this festival is just you know leaps and bounds about anything that i've ever dreamed you know would come to virginia let alone you know attending it at the you know the way i'm attending it so i again i know how i feel but to be playing it is just got to be surreal it's it's definitely an honor and, and blessing all in the same hand for us two years ago if you told us this is where we'd be we would have looked at you and said hopefully but <laughs> yeah. you're crazy and you know here we are yeah i agree with that it's been a roller coaster for us you know we started playing in this trailer that didn't even really have <laughs> any power or anything and now we're playing on one of the main stages at blue ridge with some of the people that were you know people that we looked up to our entire career and i've yeah. been doing for 21 years now and this is definitely the epitome of of my career so far yeah um and we'll, yeah i mean let's uh kind of shift gears with that because i kind of want to go ahead and dive a little bit more into that you know over the last 20 years um that you've been in music um i'm sure you've seen the shift that i'm getting ready to talk about um, cause it's a shift that I'm very, very proud of and very, very happy of, um, back in the nineties when I and yourself were growing up, think back, did you have any positive women influences in metal in the nineties before Kitty? In metal? No. Um, Kitty, yep. Kitty actually was the opening for me. Um, I was 13, 14 years old when I stumbled across the CD at uh, one of these uh, record stores when we had those. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, oh, this looks cool. It's an all-girl band. Okay. You know, and I bought it and it was a cheap CD that I'd found. And as soon as I put it in, I was mind blown. And up until that point, my influences were Joan Jett and Pat Benatar and Stevie Nicks and you know and that's 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 great and all but this that was the really, 80s yes exactly and this this was a turning point for me and the second that I heard that I was like wow this is what I this is definitely what I want to do you know the first time I saw Joan Jett I was like oh I want to be her you know but when I heard this I was like okay this is this is definitely what I want to do with my life and it opened all kinds of doors for me. Yeah, I mean, in the early to mid-80s, you know, Joan Jett, Hart, Stevie Nicks, you know, powerful women rockers. And then Whitney Houston and Madonna started coming out. And then they were like, record companies were like, well, nope, no more women in rock. This is what we're going. We're going pop route. And for 
10, 15 years, there was, I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find a, I mean, other than maybe the cranberries with Dolores, but they were more pop rock, not really anything else other than that. Um, until, you know, Kitty, you know, kind of came out. That was a, a breakthrough moment. But again, that was more of a smaller scale because it was more of a niche for the metal community. Yeah. It wasn't until about 2000, 2001 when Amy Lee and Evanescence came on the scene. Mm-hmm. And that door was kicked the fuck down. And yeah. they dominated the Grammys that year. You know, it was guns blazing. Amy Lee said, we're here. And, you know, over the last 20 years since that happened, there's been a huge shift and now it's consistent as well. You know, it went from Amy Lee, then it was, you know, Lizzie Hale, and then Maria Brink, and then boom, boom, boom. It was just this massive uprising. And now to be a part of that and kind of grow up in the business seeing that, how do you feel about that? Liberated and empowered, definitely. Um, when I first started doing this, was around the time that Kitty came out. In my first band, I was 14, and I grew up in a in a small town where metal wasn't even a thing. You know, we're kind of a country town where all you get is blues and and a little bit of rock, but it's mostly southern rock and and country. So when I was trying to make my way through all of this, nobody paid attention. Nobody gave a shit about what I was doing. It wasn't a thing. People thought it was a joke. You know, they're like, this is going to pass, whatever, whatever. And I just kept getting through it and getting through it and getting through it. And now it just feels like second nature. You know, now it just feels like I'm so accepted in not only the local scene, but on a larger scale. You know, even the people in the Blue Ridge Rock Fest fan zone have been so accepting. And, you know, it's just the new norm. And I'm so glad that I lived through all of that and that I continued to do music through all of that because I know a lot of other ladies that gave up, you know, they got tired of being told no, they got tired of people taking them for a joke when they were working their asses off just as hard as all the males were. Nowadays, you know, it's the males that are actually boosting us and helping us get there and showing us the way. And I'm so appreciative of that because you know, I, I was, I was through all that and it sucked, but now I can say, Hey, I lived through all that and here I am and I'm standing on the same stage as all of these guys. And it, it's very empowering. It is. Yeah. I mean, over the 40, you know, bands that I've talked to and some of the bands I haven't talked to, you know, the majority of them have had either a female front woman or, you know, a member of the band as a female. And, the amount has just been outstanding. I mean, you've got Misty-Eyed, you've got Waters Deep, you've got Aaron. The list goes on and on and on and on. And it's just like, hell yeah. You know, it's just, it's really, really cool to see. You know, I'm a guy that raised two daughters. And um, that loves metal. And, you know, at the time when my oldest, who's now almost 20 you know, was first born, other than Amy Lee, there wasn't really anything. So I couldn't really kind of say, hey, you know, this is why I want you to love this music. Couldn't really do that. But as she got older, 
she was 13 for her 13th birthday. Um, she started really loving Lizzie Hale and Hailstorm. And for her 13th birthday, I took her to her very first concert. It was a Hailstorm concert. And when Lizzie walked up on that stage, literal tears from this girl's eyes. I mean, just absolutely fell in love even more with this woman. Um, which I, I can't say I blame her. I'm fucking in love with her too. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, and now my youngest daughter, who's 11, you know, pure fucking metal. She loves it. It doesn't matter if it's female metal or male metal. I mean, her favorite album right now is, has been for like the last two years, The Silver Screen by Ice Nine Kills. She can sing every single song on that entire album, no fucking problem at all. 11-year-old girl just screaming her ass off about it. I fucking love it. Let's do it. <laughs> so it's, you know, but it's it's that the gateway to see that's the you know the somebody like you up on that stage that can do it it's a huge thing for a lot of different people not just women of color you know not just women but people of color you know and you know different races and creeds and religions and so on and so forth metal now is more inclusive than it ever has been number 1 but it's also the most inclusive genre of any music out there. It's more inclusive than pop. It's more inclusive than country, obviously. It's more inclusive than rap or hip-hop. Metal is, is like the ultimate sign of brotherhood, and it's just amazing to me to see. I agree. I, you know, it started on a small scale locally, and now to see this, you know, 20 years later on such a large scale across the globe is fucking phenomenal. You know, everybody just loving everybody and helping each other out and, and listening to each other's music. And it's a beautiful thing, man. I'm glad we made it this far. I really am. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, again, it's amazing to see, you know, whether it's, uh, Kitty, like we already mentioned, or Lizzie or, you know, Amy or Maria or, Baby metal, you know what I'm saying? I mean, unfortunately, they're on a hiatus, but, you know, or now Ginger or anybody else. It's just, it's really, really cool to see. And, but then, like I said, on top of that, you know, all the other, you know, the black artists that have coming out and, you know, the trans artists and then this and then that. And everyone in the metal community is like, all right, cool. Let's fucking listen to more music. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, and it's just like, hell yes, fucking bring it. It just goes to show that, you know, the metal community is most passionate about the music itself, not about what people look like or, you know, the symbolism behind everything. Because pop music, everything's about symbolism. They want you to look at this. They want you to see this, whatever. But in metal, it, it's just raw and it's real and it's passionate. And that's why I love metal so much. I could be doing anything else, any other genre, but, you know. This is home to a lot of us. This is what gets yeah. us through the day. Yeah. The coolest thing I've ever seen um, at a metal show, um, and I've told this story once or twice before, but um, I was at a, a metal show, and uh, as always, there's one or two dickheads that are at a metal show. I mean, we're not perfect, <laughs> but there's always going to be one or two dicks. And this one dick... Um, Big old swastika tattoo on his chest, shaved head, pure fucking skinhead. In a mosh pit, having a good old fucking time. 
black dude was in there with him as well. They were having a, but nothing happened. Number one, but then at this, as soon as the song was over and the band left, they hugged, shook hands, and then walked away. Now, he probably left the the venue and returned to his dickhead ways, or maybe he was reformed and just hasn't had a, a tattoo surgery yet. I I don't know, but from the outside looking in. That was a beautiful fucking moment that I don't think you would see anywhere else. I agree with that. We've had some shows like that to where, you know, there are people from all walks of life that you wouldn't even see in a grocery store together. You know, they're just so odd, such an odd mixture. And they all come together for this one show. And it's, man, it's phenomenal. And you can't help but be happy about it. You know, everybody thinks we're, we're so angry and, you know, whatever. And we probably are. But at the end of the day, we all love the same thing. And that's metal. Yep. Metal drew all the outcasts in the beginning. You know, not a lot of people, like, they called us Satanists, all that good stuff. And then when it turned around and our group got big enough, we let everybody in because we love everybody. Exactly. We do. It's all about that one love. It really is. And it's... Because we're we know what we're there for, and it's you know for that love of music, you know um, whether it's again whether you're there to make a put a smile on your face, or you're just going through a really 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 tough time, and um, you just need something to pull you out of it, and uh, that's what music does. You know, music does that for me almost every day. You know. Um, I'm bipolar and uh, I also have PTSD and generalized anxiety disorder. And uh, over the last week, I've just had a really, really, really rough week. And um, things are just rock bottom for me in my, in my personal life. Professionally, everything is going great. But personally, things are just at its worst. And uh, without music, I don't know if I'd still be here. You know, and that, that is the honest to God truth. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I go through a lot of the same mental issues that you have. And that's one of the reasons why I do what I do, because I do love the music, but I also love the people that are listening to our music. And if there's any way that we can help them, that's the goal. We write songs about uplifting people and empowering them through their struggles because everybody has them you know some people don't talk about them some people do but at the end of the day we want to talk about all of those hard issues that that people generally wouldn't talk about to show people that they're not alone because we're real people and we're going through real issues and our personal lives are shit most of the time as well but we go out there every day and we bust our ass to make sure that this music gets out because we want to help people. That is the main goal because this music has helped us. And so it's kind yeah. of our way of giving back to the community that has helped us get through all of that. Uh, I 100% agree with you. And it's the same. And I, I feel the exact same way. Um, you know, I based my show on the fact that it's a mental health and music show. It's where two cross paths. Um, and that's why I don't have a scripted conversation. It's all just off the seat of my pants. Therefore, whatever happens, happens. Um, and uh, regardless of how low of a day I'm having, I will make sure around 11 o'clock every night, I pull up my computer and I post that episode because I need to do that for my community, for our community. 
um, especially if it's a deep and powerful episode, because it's one of those things where I have to get it out there for myself. Cause I know that it's going to help somebody. And I've gotten countless emails about that kind of stuff. And it, it, that really brings me out of a dark time as well. But knowing that at least one person out there is going to get something good out of it. That's all that matters to me. You know, being able to walk into my studio from my bedroom, you know, sit down, put my earbuds in, turn the computer on. Sometimes it's just a chore and a half. Um, dragging myself out of bed, turning off my TV, walking into the studio is a chore. Um, but as soon as I see your faces or the band's faces, whoever I'm talking to, that kind of goes away because, again, I'm doing something that I love to do, and this is my way of giving back to the metal community, my way of giving back to the music community. Um, I don't play in bands anymore, and I, this is the route I've chosen to be a part of the music community and um, or part of the music business. And uh, I, I, I wholeheartedly feel exactly what you're feeling. It's That is so good to hear from another band and it's not that i'm hearing it from one or just you it's i'm hearing it from every single fucking band and i fucking love it it's that is another thing is that's so good about this community is the fact that no other community talks so openly about mental health issues and the struggles that we live as humans you don't hear rap artists talking about this stuff. You don't hear rap artists going out and doing tours for the To Write Love in Our Arms as anti-suicide organization. You don't hear rap artists or pop artists, because it's not popular, writing anti-suicide songs like Bad Flower or Falling in Reverse or Nothing More or the countless other fucking bands that have done that. This community just means so fucking much to me, and it's just so fucking beautiful. I agree with you, and thank you for for sharing your story and telling us, you know, the things that you're going through because it makes us feel that much better that, you know, we can help people like you, but in the same right, you're doing the same thing for us because this is a way that people can actually hear our voices, you know, and not just the music because when we play these songs, they may not always understand what the lyrics are, what we're writing about, but this gives us an opportunity to sit down and talk with you and explain to you, you know, who we are, what we're about and what we're trying to do. So I really appreciate you sharing your story because it gives us, you know, a way to do the same. So I, I really do appreciate you. No, we it's my you. pleasure. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, no, it's my hundred percent, my pleasure. Cause again, you know, that's another reason why I do this show is because again, you guys get to tell your story the way you want to tell it. Um, and I, I leave it to you to say whatever you want to say. You know, I guide, I guide the conversation, but I, I never specifically say, well, let's go ahead and talk about this. You know, I, I might guide it that way, but I'll never, like, do anything like that to where I'm an, considered an interviewer. I want everything to just happen organically and... uh because I want people to know who you are. They can listen to your music all day long and know, oh, this is a great fucking band. But who the fuck are you? That's what matters more. I agree. And I definitely appreciate the fact that you want to help people like us do that because, you know, going through the 20 years of music, we didn't have podcasts. We didn't have 
a lot of interviews. If you weren't a national band, you got no notoriety whatsoever. And there are so many people like you that are actually getting the word out and giving us a route to be able to connect with our fans. And that means so fucking much to us. I just want you to know that it really does. Again, it's purely my pleasure. Um, I, 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 I get to discover new music and I get to meet, meet new friends every fucking time I open my laptop and turn on zoom. I meet somebody else that's cool. You know, um, I'm unfortunately having to attend this event alone and solo now. And, uh, the only people that I'm going to have there are the, the bands and the friends that I've made over the last couple of weeks. So it's like, I, I appreciate you guys more than you'll ever know. Hey man, in this community, you're never alone. And come by and you know have a drink with us at the tent you can hang out with us the whole weekend if you want you know we're so welcoming to our friends our family our fans this band is more based on our our fans and our network than the music itself the music is just a plus to us but being able to hang out with people like you that actually are you know in it for the same reasons as us is is our main goal it's the thing that we thrive on you know, we've made a, a family page just for our friends and family to be able to communicate and meet each other. And a lot of them have made new friends and hung out together. And we've made new friends that come and just hang out with us, you know, more so to hang out with us than to hear us play. That's just a plus to them. And it's the same for us. So come by and have a beer with us, man, oh, and give man. us a hug, you know. Oh, I definitely alone. will be. Oh, I definitely will be. And I know I'm not alone. Um, it just the thought of it. It just, yeah. Yeah, because um, I know that I'm going to be able to hook up with all, all the different bands that I've talked to, and especially you guys and everybody else. So I'm not too worried about that. It's just it's all a lot right now. <laughs> I absolutely understand. I'm actually going through a breakup myself, and um, so is he. And it's it's been uh, a hell of a ride the past few weeks. We've only had each other and the band. But at the end of the day, you know, I always joke that I'm I'm married to the music and that whoever I date is my mistress. But it's kind of like that because, you know, people are going to come and go and whatever. But this community and this family is my entire life. And it has been since I can remember. And so even though, you know, you feel alone in a big crowded area and your your heart is breaking, you still know that all of these people love you and want to see you survive and see you make it through that so that we can have these experiences in the future together. And so it's helping me and I hope it's helping you and maybe we can sit down after the show at some point and, you know, talk to each other about what's going on. But for now, I feel your pain and I'm sorry that you're going through some things because I feel it. I feel it heavy. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. going through it, but our job is to help the other people that are going through the same shit. So we got to keep moving. Exactly. You know, and I have no problem coming on here and crying and talking about suicide attempts and my, my depression. I have no problem doing it. I've, I've cried on this show so many fucking times in the last two years. It's ridiculous. I have no problem doing it. I have no shame because again, it's about helping everybody else showing people that again, you're not the only one that goes through this kind of stuff. And, uh, but again, I unite with people like you because of music, and I want more people to do that same thing. I don't care, and I don't care if it's rap. I don't care if it's hip hop. I don't care whatever it is. Just because I choose to be the indie rock guy 
all subgenres of rock. Doesn't mean I don't want you to go listen to rap or country or whatever. Go listen to it. Yeah, I don't like rap, but I have respect for the artists. But you know what? They do good for their community in their own way. They do it differently, much differently. I, I, you know, we've already talked about that. But it's still music, and it's still there for you. So regardless of your, at the end of the day, what you choose to listen to, listen to it. I don't care if it's where are you getting it, get it. I agree. Really? I agree. And I think so, that you know, even with metal, I think there are so many other influences. And I'm hoping that, you know, one day all of these music communities will work together. You know, it's not going to be just rap or, or metal or pop or whatever. It's just going to be a music community. And that's what I'm hoping for in the future. And, and we're going to talk more about that in a second. Because, um, yeah, I want to kind of dive in more on that for a second. But um, first, let's go ahead and listen to some music. Um, well, we won't. <laughs> Power of editing. Um, let's go ahead and listen to some music and... Um, Give the people who were, you know, that are listening to us right now have an idea of who you really are. So I'm going to go ahead and play the song that you guys released back in March, End of Days. And um, here it is the band Dying Oath, End of Days. And there we go. So loosen them <laughs> up a little bit. <laughs> now, now they're. Isn't the power of editing amazing? It just slotted it right in there. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> just go with it. Just go. With just go with it. it. Just, just, just know that it will be played when the air episode airs. Um, but uh, I, I love what you just said. You know that we can hopefully one day put aside the genre differences and just be, you know, music stuff. And I think, you know, places like Coachella and Lollapalooza do a decent job at that. Um, but I think the fans are the issue, and I hate to say that, but we as a fan base are. Here's a great example. Uh, back in 2016, yes, 2016, Volbeat played Coachella. And if you go back and look at the videos, nobody was there watching them. I mean, there was people there, obviously, but nothing as big as the amount of people that were there before for the EDM that was on. And then after, when the EDM was on some more. Or when you look at, like, Coachella, excuse me, other, other than Coachella, like Lollapalooza, the same thing when it's kind of, like, all over the place. You know, people don't do it the way they're supposed to. But then we have Blue Ridge. Um, you know, they did that club experience that sold out in, like, an hour. So all these metal guys now wanted to go see, you know, fucking you know reverend run at the same time but then we also get like tech nine and we're also getting you know other rap artists on the main stages so i think that's really cool and i'm hoping that more stuff like this happens but i hope that what i'm seeing at coachella or Lollapalooza doesn't happen at blue ridge i hope tech nine gets as many people in front of his stage as papa roach does you know what i'm saying i'm hoping i see that now am i going to be one of those people Probably just because I'm saying it, I need to do it. But that's the point. Whether regardless of whether I like the music or not, I need to be standing there in front of that guy because he's he's one of the only rap artists that is best friends with every fucking metal artist out there. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, he's best friends with Corey fucking Taylor. I mean, you if you're 
best friends with fucking CMFT. I don't care if you're a rap artist or the biggest country head. You're you're a good guy. So you deserve my respect. So that's how I feel about it. I agree. I definitely agree. I think I'm I'm one of those people that I listen to all genres. You know, there there are things that I like from everything, even down to country. I, of course, I like actual old style country when it was country before it was like stadium country pop music whatever 90s <laughs> but i think there's good to find in in all music and you know i wish everybody felt that way because you know even when it comes to metal there are bands that i don't necessarily enjoy but do i stand there and watch them of course because i want the same respect from them so as an artist point of view i'm hoping that we can all do that at some point, you know, just respect everybody. And I think in the metal community, I think we'll see that more than anything else because we do accept everybody probably more than all the genres. So I'm thinking that maybe if we just light that torch and show the way, then maybe it'll catch on, man. I hope. I see what you did there. <laughs> That's right. The song West Virginia. Here we come. <laughs> it's it's worked well now. I'm not the only one from West Virginia. It was odd for me because I was the only one that's originally from Southern West Virginia. Don't tell people that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, too late now. <laughs> and every time I turn around, he would always break out dueling banjos. <laughs> The song of his people, man. Like he's wanted. By the way, I have that exact same uh, rainbow unicorn t-shirt, just in a full regular t-shirt. Yeah, my man. My favorite. How can you not buy Deadpool on a fucking unicorn farting fucking rainbows? I said the same thing. Perfect. I have have Deadpool on a catacorn and a unicorn. I don't give a fuck. This is amazing. If you mentioned the fans thing earlier uh, about being worried about people. Well, at the very least, if there is an empty stage, you'll find at least one member of Dying Oath that's up there staring. It will either be me, Josh, Manny, Mindy. If you see me or Josh up there, it's because we're ogling the amps and guitars and probably haven't seen anything like it in our lives, and we'll just stand there. <laughs> yeah. So. Especially Josh, if you look at his setup and it's like, it's massive. Thank God we're playing outside shows now because the amount of equipment they have is way too much for tiny venues. They're like, why are you bringing that in? (laughs) (laughs) Full stacks in a dive bar, man. That's the way we go. Hey, bring it. (laughs) Yeah, man. If we don't deafen everybody at the show, we did not do our job. Absolutely. That that is that is the goal. That should be everyone's goal every fucking time. Deafen the the people. <laughs> at, the, at the bottom of every flyer, warning: you will need earplugs. <laughs> they probably won't help, but you will need them. <laughs> um. Guys, I, I truly appreciate you taking time out of your day, especially a day before you guys have a huge festival to play, um, to come on the show and uh, 
you know, hype up, you know, Blue Ridge and hype up everything else that's been going on. So I, I do appreciate you guys taking the time to come on here and talk with, with me. Absolutely, dude. I like I said, I was listening to some of your other podcasts, and I sought you out. I was like, "Hey, man, you know, I'm a fan. I want to talk to you. Like, let's let's do this." Yeah, uh, and that's the thing too. I mean, I don't care what band it is. If you reach out to me, I will. I'll put you on. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if you have one Facebook follower. If you're putting out new music, let, let's talk. You know what I mean? Because uh, I never know who's going to be next. You know what I'm saying? Or I never know what I'm going to be needing a band to help out with something. You know, I put on a charity event every year. I need as many bands as I possibly can to help me with that charity event. So you know, um, it's a. I'm always looking for new new bands. I'm always looking for new artists, and most of all, I'm looking for always for new friends in this community. So. It's, I'm always welcoming of that. So thank you very much for reaching out. Hey, hey. Well, you've definitely got, you know, at least three now. And just as soon as we get the, the other three at Blue Ridge, you've got three more that, you know, you'll be one of us. Yeah, absolutely. You are now part of the Dying Oath family. So thank well, you for having us on and taking time out of your day for us. We're the cooler pleasure. ones anyways. Well, I, I'll, then I will definitely be looking for you guys on Wednesday uh, when I get there. Um, are you guys getting there Wednesday or Thursday? I'm not sure. I think probably scattered. I think some of us are going Wednesday and some Thursday. I'll probably be there on Wednesday. Okay. Well, then you and I will hook up on Wednesday. Absolutely. Send me a message and uh, I'll shoot you my number when you get there. Send me a message, man. We'll sit down and have a beer by the fire or something. You know. Sounds fucking great to me. Chances are, if you run into her, you're going to run into my crazy ass, too. Yeah. So beware. My roommate that, and partner. Um, that's perfectly fine by me. Um, but no, I, I appreciate that because um, I will definitely be reaching out to you and we'll we'll talk. Absolutely. Sounds definitely. fantastic. But um, again, thank you so very much. I can't wait to talk to you guys more and uh, meet you guys in person and see what happens. Thank Likewise. you so much. It's been great. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And for everybody else, Guys, we got one more for you before we go to Blue Ridge. We got one more for you. And tomorrow, I bring you the band. Who the fuck am I talking to? <laughs> oh, Just Standing. Um, tomorrow, Just Standing is coming to you. Um, and then I will have an episode coming out Wednesday um, for your drive to Blue Ridge. But that is the official start date of Blue Ridge. So I'm saying one more. But we got we do have another one coming out on Wednesday as well. Um, so look us out for that. And uh, we're going to be having some fun here in the next few days. So we will definitely see everybody there and have a lot of fun. But, um, again, check out all their socials. Check out everything that they got going on. Check out End of Days on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, wherever you get your music. Follow them on socials. Do what you got to do. But definitely check them out um, at Blue Ridge. And uh, we'll see you guys there. But until then... Stay happy, stay healthy, and stay fucking heavy. We will see you guys later. Peace.